إن الحمد لله نحمله ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستغفره ونتوب إليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مدل له ومن يدلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منه وبث وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويوفي لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فكل محدثة برعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله الحمد لله الذي أنزل على عبده الكتاب ولم يجعله عوجا Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. All praise is due to Allah, who has guided us to this way, and we would not have been able to guide ourselves had not Allah chosen to guide us. Alhamdulillah, we're in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal, and as we all know, this is the month that witnessed the coming of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam into this physical world. Alamul Shahada, as they say. It behooves us to take this time as we should take all time, but especially during this time to reflect on our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to reflect on his significance, to reflect on what he should mean to us, to reflect on our responsibility to our children. It said, Teach your children the love of the Messenger of Allah. But as the Arabs say, One who lacks something cannot extend it to someone else. If we ourselves lack in the depths of our heart a true love for the Messenger of Allah, how can we extend that to our children? So we might say we love the Messenger of Allah. I love the Messenger of Allah. But when it comes to actualizing that love, when it comes to being able to really feel that love, when it comes to be able to being able to describe that love to others, we find ourselves sometimes coming up short. So in this khutbah, we want to mention, inshallah ta'ala, some of the things that if Allah so wills, will help us to enhance our love for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the first thing is to learn of his physical beauty. 
One of the things that generates love is physical beauty. Some of us, we, we met our spouses and they ask, how did you meet? I just, oh, I looked up and there she was. It was love at first sight, right? We say that it was love at first sight. She was so beautiful that I just fell in love with her. But so if we don't know the physical beauty of the messenger of Allah, the beauty that inspired many of his companions to say they never saw anyone or anything more beautiful than the messenger of Allah. He was more beautiful, his face was more beautiful and radiant than the full moon that we saw last night, a clear cloudless night. We saw the beauty of the full moon that mesmerizes us. We stand back and we stare at it and we're in awe and something comes over us that we can't really describe. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu inspired a greater feeling than that feeling because of his physical beauty. So it is incumbent upon us to study his shama'il. What were his physical characteristics? To know about his hair, to know about how in many aspects of his physical being, he represented the, the middle course that Islam itself represents. So if we're witnesses being a moderate middle nation and he's a witness for the people, then he also represents that moderate course. So his beautiful black hair, it wasn't straight and it wasn't totally curly. It was wavy between those two extremes. His physical stature, he was taller than the average person, but he was shorter than a tall person. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Likewise, his complexion as it's described. So he represented that, that moderation and in, in his totality that enhanced his beauty, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we could go on in that regard, but we have to study that. If we don't know and can't begin to describe even to ourselves his physical beauty, how can that be a source of love? But when we come to understand the physical beauty, then we begin to love the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. <laughs> We also, one of the things that endears us is the beauty of character. The beauty, beautiful character. And no one's character was more beautiful than the messenger of Allah. Some people, again, let's go back to the analogy of the man and woman, they meet. And someone asked the sister, you know, your husband, he's, he's not, you know, this sister who's asking, she's caught up in all the physicality. He doesn't have the biggest muscles. He's not the tallest person. He's kind of average. Why did you marry, marry him? Because I know you got proposed to by this brother who used to play in the NFL. And you got proposed to by this brother who was on the cover of GQ magazine. And this brother, why did you marry him? And the sister says, Wallahi, I never met anyone whose character was more beautiful than this brother. And our messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, 
من من ترضون دينه وخلقه فانكحوه if one comes to you and he has good deen and good character then marry him the wali marry him off to your daughter fankihuhu and i never saw anyone who was more gentle anyone who was more honest anyone who was more faithful anyone who is kinder to the children we come to the masjid i just watch how this brother interacted with the little children it reminded me of the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam who would take time to rub the heads of the children who would play with hasan hasan wal husain who would, who would let the children race to him and then bowl him over and he'd fall on the ground and they're crawling all over him sallallahu alaihi wasallam who who let a little girl grab his hand and run through the streets and alleys of Medina with him and he never let pull his hand away until she pulled her hand away sallallahu alaihi wasallam that brother reminded me of the messenger of allah that's why i married him sallallahu alaihi wasallam so character can rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ajwad an-nas he was the most generous of people sallallahu alaihi wasallam can rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ashja'a an-nas he was the most courageous of people on the day of hunain when bani hawazin they met the muslims with a shower of a hailstorm of arrows and all of them particularly the newly converted ones after the conquest of mecca they turned and they fled in the face of that hailstorm of arrows the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was advancing with his mule and he said ana an-nabiyyu la kadhib an abdu an ibn abdul muttalib i am the prophet that's no lie i am the son of abdul muttalib and so it's only befitting of a prophet that he would be the most courageous of people because he's he's the example the others have to follow sallallahu alaihi wasallam so we know his character it it engenders love for him we if we know his beauty it leads to love for him sallallahu alaihi wasallam if we know what he sacrificed we love people who sacrifice for us we love people sacrifice for us go back to the married couple it was love at first sight for him she fell in love with his beautiful character and now they're getting old not get they're advancing in years and he starts to get thoughts you know my wife it was love at first sight but now i look at her and i don't get excited and he starts shaitan starts playing with him and then he remembers the sacrifices that she made for him how she was there when for him when no one was there how she held down the house and took care of the children while he worked his way through medical school how she took a part-time job to help him pay off his debts the sacrifices that he that she made for him and he said to him himself i will never leave this lady because he reflects on what she means to him the sacrifices that she made so that he could be the man that he is today 
And when we reflect on the sacrifices that the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and what he suffered for us, see his companions tortured, when he's weak and has very few followers, and his enemies are torturing Ali Yasin, and they murder Sumayya, radiallahu anhu. And the only thing he can say is Safran Ahl Yasir in the Mawidikumujan. Be patient, O family of Yasir. Your promised abode is paradise. And seeing that suffering, Bilal and others torment and enduring that for our sake, sending his message, his followers to Habasha twice so that this message would live on for our sake. Having himself to go to present himself to the tribes, to try to generate support for his mission, being humiliated in Ta'if for our sake. Watching his beloved wife who had given all of her wealth to support his mission passing away while they're barricaded and blockaded outside of the city of Mecca in the wilderness for our sake, having to uproot and watch his companions uproot and have to leave their homeland, the beloved valleys, the dry climate, and go to have to migrate to Yathrib and suffering the swamps from the malaria and the fevers from the mosquitoes in the swamps and the humidity that they weren't accustomed to and coming down with sickness and many of them perishing to witness that, to see his beloved uncle assassinated, then his liver gorged out of his body, to see his beautiful youth like Mus'ab bin Umair, who was the, one of the wealthiest, most sought after young men in Mecca, the best perfume, the best clothing, to see him killed and then not have anything even to cover his body. If they covered his lower extremities, the upper extremities would be exposed and vice versa. And he suffered that for our sake. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when we reflect on that, we begin to love the Messenger of Allah. And when we combine the beauty, and we combine the character, and we combine the sacrifices, how can we not love the Messenger of Allah? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah Ta'ala bless us to delve deeply into these aspects of his life, his character, his being to take the time so that we can love the Messenger of Allah. And those who have children can convey that love to their children so that that light that was lit by His love in our hearts will shine on after our passing. It will shine on through our children and through our students. And it will live on in the, in the world and the prophetic legacy that has been described as a luminous lamp will continue to shine and light the way for a troubled, confused, and lost humanity. Ya ayyuhal nabi, 
إن أرسلناك شاهدا ومبشرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا. May Allah bless us to take from that light and to pass it on. أقول قول هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المؤمنين يوم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه Another thing we can mention in terms of our love for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to reflect on how deeply he was pained by any difficult that we difficulty we suffer, how deep he was pained by those from his ummah who didn't respond to his call. The entire humanity after his being deputed to the prophetic office is his ummah, ummatul da'wah. All of us who have responded were ummatul ijabah, but the wider ummah, the wider humanity is his ummah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning that ummah and concerning us, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ That there has come to you a messenger from amongst yourselves. The Prophet ﷺ, and this is out of his love for us, the angel Israfil came to him and offered him a choice. In a wider hadith, we just mentioned the choice you can be a prophet king. If he chose to be a prophet king, it means he would be aloof from us. We would be called on to serve him. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He would have entourages that we would have to pass through to even reach him. But he chose to be a prophet servant. And Jibreel encouraged him. فَقَالَ ثَلَاثًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ بَلْ نَبِيًّا عَبْدًا نَبِيًّا عَبْدًا نَبِيًّا عَبْدًا I will be a prophet servant, which meant he had to serve his family. He had to be amongst his people. He had to be a reflection of them. He didn't dress to a higher standard than them. He didn't eat to a higher standard than them. Someone brought him once a fancy loaf on a beautiful plate and a beautiful pillow to recline on. He took the loaf off the plate and he pushed the pillow away and he sat on the ground and he said, Inna ma ana abd. 
that I am a servant, a slave servant. I eat as a servant eats. I sit as a servant sits and I eat as a servant eats. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that was his humility. Min anfusikum. This come from amongst you. Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. He's deeply grieved and pained and troubled by any difficulty you endure. Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. Harishun alaykum. He, he longs so deeply for your success, for your salvation, for your guidance. And in something, and we all long for that, for our children, for our loved ones, for our friends, our relatives. We all long for their guidance, for them to come onto or remain on the path of guidance. But sometimes they turn away just as many amongst humanity turned away from the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا If they turn away, فَقُلْ حَسْبِيَ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوْ If they turn away, say, Allah suffices me. Our relationship with Allah Ta'ala should be so strong that even if the most beloved of people to us were to turn away from this religion, as happens every day, it would not affect the, 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 the closeness, the strength of our relationship with Allah it would only increase it and enhance it. Because we know, Allah never breaks His promise. Allah suffices me, there is no God except Him. I will not make my children a God that I worship other than Allah. I will not make my parents a God. I will not make my relatives, my neighbors, my friends, gods that I worship as opposed to Allah, that I have a deeper emotional connection to than Allah, that they determine what's halal and haram, not Allah. That they break my heart if they desert me, abandon me, turn away from me while I still have Allah. And he is the Lord of the mighty throne. Allahumma gfir al-Muslimin wal-Muslimat wal-Mu'minin wal-Mu'minat 